You guys know that I've joined the Motivated CEO podcast to the podcast Her Network. It's really been a game changer for the fast track to growing this podcast. And I am so excited to tell you that they are opening their doors right now for you to come and join too. If you want to learn more, join the founder, Joanne Bolt, and myself at the upcoming live masterclass, Three-Step Visibility Engine, by registering at podcasther.com forward slash masterclass. Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. I am joined today by Brooke Jefferson. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Amy. Thank you so much for allowing me on your show. And I am really excited for this juicy conversation we're going to have today. Yes, it, so am I. It is going to be so juicy. So Brooke, before we get into that, tell us more about yourself. All right. Well, I am Brooke Jefferson. We live in Oklahoma in what I like to describe as a really small town where there's more cows than there are people. One stoplight, nowhere to eat. You get where I'm going with this. Uh, I'm a wife and a mom to two. They are six and nine, boy and girl. And I'm also a family photographer and a business coach for photographers. Beautiful. I love it. So how did you get into photography initially, and then make the pivot into being a coach for business owners. Okay, so let's go all the way back a decade ago. Um, I, I was actually 19 when I found out that I was having my daughter. And that was an interesting time in my life because I thought, hey, we're going to be in the college years and, you know, dating and all the things and ended up um, and ended up getting pregnant. And so having to navigate becoming a mom while also figuring out what am I going to do for my future? And so naturally, as all moms do, she was born and I wanted to capture all of her cuteness. So I borrowed my uh, husband now, but he was my boyfriend then, uh, his mom's camera. I kind of borrowed it and never gave it back. It's just a really cool way of, of how it all came about. Um, but I started with my daughter and then I had my best friend and her daughter. They wanted pictures. So after that day, it was like something was just lit inside of me and I wanted to chase that passion. And then within just a few months, like I had a full client roster. So I always say like I stumbled into this by accident, but I also had to figure it out and piece it together. Um, And in the beginning, I still was young. I eventually went back to college. Uh, to get a degree in teaching, which is where my natural love of teaching comes from and being able to coach and things like that. Um, And so I pursued that and photography, I never gave it up. I just kept serving clients, booking clients, running this side hustle at the time was my mentality, helped pay for my wedding, helped pay for like fun things to do. So it was really nice to have that income coming in while also trying to get my teaching degree. 
Um, so fast forward a little bit, got my teaching degree, got pregnant with my second child after we were married this time. And I knew that because his due date was going to be in September, which is at the beginning of the school year, it was very unlikely I would land a teaching job with a school um, because that's just not very attractive for them to have to already plan a maternity leave. And I was right. And so I found myself sitting at home in the, I guess it was fall, winter of 2016, had a newborn, had a toddler, had a college degree I was sitting on, still had my photography business, but I, you know, when you have a degree, you're like, I need to use this thing. So I remember being like, that was the lowest I had ever been in my life. Um, mentally, spiritually, financially, you name it, it was rock bottom. That was our rock bottom. And I remember just praying because that's all I had left pretty much um, was to pray over my situation. And God immediately provided an opportunity, two opportunities, not just one. The first one was an opportunity to join a network marketing company. And I quickly, I joined it. And within six months was top 1% of the company. It was crazy. It was a God thing. I mean, absolutely incredible. Um, and then the other opportunity I got just two weeks after that was I actually got hired as a kindergarten teacher because one of the teachers left at Christmas break. They needed a replacement. So here I was. So in this picture, <laughs> I am working full time. I have two kids, a toddler and a baby. I am running a network marketing company and I am still running a photography business all the while trying to still be a good friend, a wife, a mom, all the things. You can imagine, I learned a lot in that season. Um, I dove into personal development within my company, and they really taught me the value of that. I grew so much as an individual, and I found myself going from rock bottom to standing on the mountaintop, but then I was forced with reality to make a decision. I knew I wanted to take my photography business full time. That was the one thing I wanted to commit to, but I had to make those tough decisions to let stuff go. And so I could focus on that. But I will say I've never been very good at letting things go or ending things on my own. Um, in fact, funny story, whenever I was in high school and I was dating someone like very like seeing someone, I mean, how serious can you possibly get? You know, some people find high school sweethearts. That was not the case for me. Um, I would literally pray please let him break up with me if, if this is not my person. And I would always get left, okay? So I just, I'm not good at leaving situations. And so all that to say, um, I worked several months wrestling with certain things. And what I found was the teaching job, we, they, were, they went through budget cuts. I was the first to go. The last hired is the first fired. So that was me. So I got let go from that position. Um, and then the network marketing company ended up, I ended up deciding like they had changed some of their values. I really didn't align with them anymore. And honestly, it was a good run and it was time to get off the train. And so I ended those things and I uh, ended up having nothing to fall back on except my photography business. So with that being said, um, I, all summer long, this was the summer of 2017, I thought, okay, we're doing this. Like, this is the thing. And then um, I ended up getting called again for a teaching position in a new school. I took it because I was too scared. And so um, I got in that job. 
And three months in, I said, nope, this is not going to work for me. This is miserable. This is not what I want to do. And I know that I know that I know I can make this photography business work. So I resigned. I turned my resignation letter in in the fall of that year, but I did maintain my contract. I had to fulfill it. I just had to. So I fulfilled it through May. I left the corporate world forever. And um, let's see, that would have been May 2018. And I've never looked back. So I dove headfirst in the photography. I learned the business of everything. And then about a year after that, I wanted, I, all, all I wanted to do was just be the voice and be the helping hand and help other photographers who wanted to get a few steps ahead of where they were at. And that's really how it all came to be. And now here we are four years later. So I know that was a lot, but that's my story. No, but it's incredible and it's inspiring because you truly embodied the figure it out mentality and you leaned into that uncertainty and just entrusting that, you know what, I'm being led this way and going for it, taking action, not making the choice to just stay in a position because, you know, I was in the same position. I had my degree. So I was like, okay, well, this is the path that I like told myself I was going to take. I, I thought I wanted to do this. So I worked for, you know, in a career in healthcare for 16 years before I finally walked away to dive into full-time entrepreneurship, but it's scary, but you didn't let fear hold you back. You just did it. You took action. You had that figure it out mentality. And I love too how you mentioned you dove into personal development because I think that's so important as a business owner that if we don't have the right mindset, it's going to make everything else so much harder to navigate within our business. That is the number one thing that I watch my clients and my students like self-sabotage themselves is their mindset. When I was growing up and when I told you I was even in rock bottom 2016, I had no idea what this whole personal development side of anything was like that world had never been, you know, opened for me. And so whenever, you know, we were working on ourselves and our mindsets and people were saying, Hey, you might've lived in this little box your entire life, but guess what? There's a whole world waiting for you. If you'll just step outside of that comfort zone. And I just got obsessed with chasing. How can I get out of it today? How can I get out of it today? Um, and then one other thing that is a driving force for me, yes, I am a high achieving person by nature. That's just the way that I'm crafted, the way that I've always been my entire life. I'm not ashamed of it. It's who I am. But another thing is I have gone through today, ironically, as we're recording, this is actually the sixth anniversary of one of my younger brothers passing away. And that actually has happened to me twice with two brothers. I've lost them at very young ages. Um, and it has just completely shifted the way that I see the world and the way that I approach things. Um, it's given me the life is short mentality. So take the risks, but it's also given me the, sometimes the fear of that can paralyze me too. And so it's this constant, you know, having to like choose, how am I going to let this control me today? So I just wanted to give that background because that is what drives me day in and day out. Yes. And I appreciate you sharing that with us because it is something that that can hold us back, that can really get us tripped up. And these blocks that we come across, it's like so many times people just throw in the towel, 
because we think that, you know, we, we have all of these stories, we're self-sabotaging and we're getting in our own way. But when you develop that awareness of, okay, wait a minute, this is just a narrative that I'm telling myself. There is more out there for me that I am worthy of these things. The world opens and it's incredible then the power that you have to create such positive changes, not only for yourself, but look at the impact you're having in all these women that you coach, all these women that are where you were when you first started and just need that extra little bit of support and somebody to call out those things, those hey, you know, do you realize you're limiting yourself here? Do you realize you're telling yourself this? Like you have it within you already. Yeah, that is it's such a gift. And, and I don't take it for granted. I mean, I, I love hearing those messages of, oh, the light bulb came on. Oh, the biggest shift. Hey, not, you know, I might've joined your, your program to have a profitable photography business, but actually my marriage is better. My motherhood is better. You know, I, I feel like I'm showing up as myself again, and that is the highest compliment ever. And I'm here for it. <laughs> Love it. I know that gives me so much joy too to see someone else succeed just because of the little bit of, of encouragement, little bit of strategy and tactics that I was able to provide. Like it's just so fulfilling. And yes, I don't know. It, it's it's incredible. So something we all deal with as business owners and moms and doing all of the things is control of our time, the ever elusive time. So when you were balancing all of these things, you know, you were, you were doing this, that, the other, you're still doing, you know, some photography, you're doing coaching. How do you regain control of that time? Okay. One of my favorite topics, because again, I think a lot of the self-sabotaging comes in through time, through the lack of time, thinking that you don't have enough time. And I know it's cliche, but we really do have the same amount of time every day. Um, It's just, it's true. So like why, you know, why Amy can crush your goals and why I can crush my goals is because we've figured out what we are giving our time and attention to. And really that's step one. So I really want you to evaluate season by season. This is going to change, especially because we're moms and our kids are in different stages where I am now and the amount of time I have to work on my business is not even close to what it was just two or three years ago, back when I still had a toddler. Okay. So you have to understand it's going to shift. It's going to change. So my first question is I sit down and I say, what is most important to me in this season? Sometimes business doesn't make the list. And for someone that is, and I mentioned being high achieving earlier for someone that is naturally wired to do this, sometimes it's easy to fall back and like numb myself out in work because it does come more naturally to me. So I do have to turn that on. But also I I just want to give you permission. Sometimes your marriage and your motherhood, that's all you have capacity for. And you have to be okay with that, with that being a thing. The other thing is sometimes you're going to go through seasons of you're going to have to put your friendships on the back burner. Now that doesn't mean be a bad friend. It just means, Hey, I may be a little quieter in this season because I'm pushing towards some really big goals in my business to set me up for the freedom to do more with you guys. And so I, again, like first question, what are my priorities in this season and nail that out. And then secondly, the second part to that, to that would be, um, you have to finish your, or define your finish line. Okay. You have to define your finish line. Those are setting goals. 
If you were to sit at the end of this year in 2023, December 31st, 2023, you're closing your eyes. You're just sitting here for a minute and you're thinking, what do I want to have accomplished, tried, failed at maybe even, you know, what if, if I was able to do all of these things in all of the areas that are important to me, what does that look like? And then once you can define your finish line, then you get to work it backwards, which we can get into that. But I just wanted to give you an opportunity to chime in here. Yes. No, that's powerful because I it's almost like the analogy. Say you're trying to travel from Boston to California. You need some sort of a roadmap to get you there. You can't just start driving on a highway and hope to end up there. I love how defining that finish line, yeah, that's going to provide you that clarity and that end result. Okay, now that we know what our outcome is, we can start to reverse engineer that. And I really appreciate that you talked about seasons because that's something that I think we don't allow ourselves to think because we're comparing ourselves with women that are in other seasons. I am in a season now where my kids are both in elementary school. So for six hours a day, I am devoted to work. When they were toddlers, when they were little, there's no way that could have happened. It's not realistic. And I think that it's not even a fair comparison for somebody to be like, well, why are you achieving this, that, and the other? And it's like, well, I have that. But the thing is, okay, if your kids are small, can you ask a friend, hey, would we be able to swap, you know, watching kids for an hour or two so I can get one hour of focus work? You would be amazed what one hour of focus work for a determined mama can do. Like, I busted so much stuff out when they were little. Was it easy? No, but you make it work. You have to just get creative. So I'd love to go more into, all right, now that we defined this goal, we defined that finish line. How do we get there? Yes. Okay. So before we talk about going um, backwards and reverse engineering, there's one thing that I think is so important to put out there. When you're a mom, you have to approach business a lot differently than the way that the males of the world do. That's why I'm really careful to not tune in to too many male voices because the way they run their world and their life is absolutely not even close to how we run ours. And so you have to find people, especially coaches and podcasts and leaders who are in your stage of business or were at one point. So that's just like a little golden tip there. The other thing too is, it is okay to not have a set schedule or working hours, especially if you have young kids. We can, like you have my permission to let that go. That is absolutely ridiculous and not realistic for you. So please let that go. But here's what I do. And my kids are also in elementary school. So I do have pretty blocked working hours. However, I can't like because they're involved in so many different things. I have to be very careful that I'm not just packing my calendar full of things that, that again, the freedom I entered this business for, if I don't have that freedom and flexibility, then, then I'm doing it wrong. Right. And so I sit down on Sundays and I only plan for one week at a time. And that means as far as like 
let me see what's up ahead. Some weeks they're wide open and I have a ton of white space on my calendar. Some weeks like this one, it has primarily been full of podcast interviews, coaching, me having to physically face-to-face -face be here. There's not a lot of back-end work going on this week. Um, and that's okay, but I set it that way on purpose. And so I wanna give you the permission, have a weekly plan. If you can only plan three days at a time, plan three days at a time. And like, that's all you need to do. And so now your question is, okay, but what do I do with that time? I've identified it. I know that I can, I can work Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for an hour. What do I do during that time? Okay. So go back to your finish line that you defined, pick one of those goals that you said, and literally go brain dump every single thing that has to happen in order for that to be done. It can be messy. It can be out of order. It can make like zero sense to you at first, but you have to brain dump everything out first. Then you can go back, you organize it. And then that's when you start picking from, okay, what goal am I working on this week? If, especially if it's for your business. Okay. So if your goal is to book five coaching clients a month, what do you need to do in order to book those five coaching clients a month? You're going to have to do some marketing. You're going to have to figure out what that offer is. You're going to have to figure out how do I follow up with people? When am I having conversations, et cetera, et cetera. Then you'll know, okay, I have one hour on Tuesday. Something has to happen first. Before I can follow up with people, I have to have a lead. How do I get a lead? So that is my painting the picture of like how we reverse engineer those goals. Beautiful. And I love nothing more than to brain dump. I find that that is one of the most freeing exercises and practices ever, just to be able to get those thoughts out of our head. Because most of us, we've got so much going on up there at once. You know, we're thinking about, okay, what's for dinner? All right, this kid has this, this day, you know, there's so many moving parts. So being able to just get it all out of your head, get it on paper so that then you can see it. You can visually see it and create that plan. You can organize it and create a plan. And then plans, it's just about taking action. So once you do that, okay, you're going to start seeing progress. You're going to make progress. And two, taking advice from those that have been there, the, those that are walking in your shoes, because that is so true. That is why I started my community was because in my area, it's very male dominated in the business world. And I was going into these groups and no one really understood the juggle of raising a family and having kids and running the business. And for me, I find that being a mom is a strength of mine in my business because it makes me a better leader. It makes me better at prioritizing. It feeds into what I am doing and what I'm trying to accomplish. And, you know, I would go in these rooms and I distinctly remember one event that I was at this past fall and these speakers were saying, you know, you have to compartmentalize. You have to leave work at work and home at home. And, you know, it was like, but do you, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm just kind of like questioning it, but, but being a mom does help me be a better business owner. And I don't, I don't want there to be a difference because it's a big part of my life. Yes. Yes. And I, I had to bring that point up because I'm just in a season now where I have to be very careful 
who I'm taking advice from. Again, they always say you want to find someone that, you know, chase, chase the person that is where you want to be one day. Well, me doing that to a male um, that, that doesn't have any kids in a single living his best life on a beach. Like, how does that help me out any? Um, and so I think that's just, I, th- I think that's one of those things that really helps you um, get focused and make sure you're taking advice from people that are going to give you good advice and not advice that just frustrates you and makes you want to quit your business. So Exactly. That is, that's beautifully stated. It really is. So for the mom that is finding herself, you know, lacking focus, what strategies do you have to help her kind of prioritize and regain that focus in her business so she can see that progress? Yeah. So I think, I think a few things, again, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. So I think it's being really strategic on, um, on really looking at where you're going, what your goals are. And also like, not even just business-wise, but personal, what are you signing up for? Cause I think we're really guilty of saying yes to every request that comes in. So you're trying to make cookies for your bake sale. You signed your kid up for three sports and you're trying to haul them back and forth. And I think just take an honest look at what you are filling your calendar with. Even go back the last three months, where were, you know, are you overpacking your calendar? And if you can't see the white space, my first suggestion would be take some stuff off your plate physically from pers- from a personal standpoint. Um, and then the other thing would be, watch how much you're consuming. I really struggle with this. So let me just be really transparent. I love to listen to podcasts. I'm a podcaster. And so naturally I love listening to other people's podcasts, but sometimes I'm doing a little too much consuming rather than creating or working on my own business. And our brains really do have a certain amount of energy and capacity that they can only handle day by day. And so that's why you might feel so tired and exhausted is if you're waking up and you don't have any boundaries, any outlets at all in your business, I highly recommend you get some or you're going to find yourself frustrated. Um, So watching your consumption, watching your personal obligations and what you're signing up for, and then honestly getting a coach or at least listening to someone, even if it's a podcast. So if you love Amy and you're getting so much good information from Amy, then only commit to listening to her podcast and taking her advice and implementing it for like six months at a time before you go try to consume someone else. Because again, if you're trying to follow three different people in a business space, we all do business differently. So I think, again, you need to just pay attention to who you're taking advice from as well. Right. So oh, that... hopefully that helps with some focus. Oh, but... that's so great because it's things that we're all guilty of. I think we are all guilty of over-consuming at times. And that really does, like you said, our brain's capacity is limited. So Yes, we're getting all this great knowledge, but then if we're constantly chasing these shiny objects, over-consuming, we're not actually implementing anything. And another point that you brought up, it's not always the business tasks that need to be eliminated off of your plate. It's okay to say no. I mean, I, I felt super guilty. I was in that same situation this past fall that they were looking for a room parent for my daughter's classroom. I am not the crafty mom. I I slime and glitter and glue and just all of it. I'm not that mom. And I am first to admit it. 
And they're like, okay, well, we didn't have anybody to sign up for room mom. We, will anybody do it? You know, and they sent home another flyer and I'm like, oh gosh, oh gosh, what am I going to do? I'm like, be strong, be strong. I'm like texting my friend. I'm like, did you see this? Like, I really can't do it. Like, I'm not this mom. I know this is going to give me so much anxiety, but I feel guilty. But I said, no, I said, no. And that was hard, but I'm thankful because that would have taken even more off of my already or added even more to my already full plate. And it's like, okay, you need to be strategic about the yeses. It's like, this is just, it doesn't align with me. It doesn't feel good for me. And there are other women that rock that, that are so good at that and thrive off of that. And it's not me. And that's okay. And just that be is okay okay. at that. Yes. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not me yeah. either. I am happy to donate money. Yes, I am exactly. happy to donate store bought items, but it's not me that you want for all of those things, I can assure you. And there's a lot of things like I was a part of like the PTO and I just, and I, as much as I didn't want to, um, I was like, this is just not going to work for me. It was always at one o'clock in the afternoon. That was prime working time for me. And that was the little that I got back then. Cause I still had my son at home. So he would go with me, you know? So yes, definitely pay attention and don't feel guilty. This whole mom guilt thing, I don't really know where all that came into play and why we rely so much on that. But if you're doing what's best for you, then you're able to turn around and be a better wife, mom, and business owner, then you shouldn't feel guilty about anything. Yes. One of my favorite quotes ever is from Jenna Kutcher. And she said, you know, we're almost expected to work like we don't have to parent and parent like we don't have to work. And I think a lot of the mom guilt goes back to that because it's like, we're trying to do all of the things and pretending like the others don't exist. So we need to give ourselves some grace and change the narrative. We can be a part of that change. We can be successful business owners and moms and spouses, and we can do it all. We just have to change that narrative and give ourselves the grace to be flexible with it. Right. You said that. (laughs) Oh, thank you. This conversation was phenomenal. It was so juicy. Just like we said, it was going to be, where can we learn more about you? Yeah. Yes. Such a good conversation. I know it's exactly what some mamas needed to hear today. So it's like a virtual hug over there. So I'm glad that they're able to. Um, So I also have a podcast. It's my favorite place to send people to. It's called the Book More Clients Photography Podcast. Now I will say yes, photography and photographers is who I'm speaking to, but we have a lot of great business advice that you can apply to your own business, even if you're not a photographer. So give it a chance. Try it out. If you like today's topic, I have many, many, many more, especially over marketing and strategies and things like that. And then also come say hi on Instagram. I'm at Brooke Janae photo on Instagram. Perfect. And that will all be linked up in the show notes. Brooke, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to chat with us and share your value with our listeners today. My pleasure. Thanks again for having me. Absolutely. Until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 